Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, this is Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about the message, Sowing the Seed of God's Word for a Great Harvest in your life. Well, everyone likes to have a great harvest. Everyone looks forward to having a harvest, having a bounty, having been multiplied, taking a little and planting it in the ground. For instance, if you plant two seeds of corn and you plant them in the ground and in good soil, then when that seed comes up and it starts growing, it grows the stalk. And now all of a sudden you have three ears of corn and those ears of corn are 500 to 1500 seeds on each ear. And so you've multiplied it. And that's what God God does when you sow the seed of His Word in your life. He gives you precepts in the Bible. He gives you 3,000 Bible promises on how He will never forsake you, how He will bring you success, how we're supposed to forgive others, how we're supposed to love Him and love others, and how we should act and how we should not act, and what we should do when a great, great harvest comes up in our lives when we follow the Word of God and plant the seeds of that Word in our heart and in our mind and in our families, friends, and strangers we meet. We need to be planting the seed of God's Word in all we do and following God's Word as the understanding of being the truth in our lives to have the success we need. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And I love you in the Lord, and I'm so glad I get this time. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, anything that comes out of my lips or out of my heart, let it be edifying and glorifying to you and inspirational and encouraging to our audience today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, we had this great event in Nashville on the National Day of Prayer at the Capitol downtown of Nashville, and we had great artists, and we spoke. I had a a message, a powerful message the Lord had given me, and we had many pastors come, and they spoke the word and prayed the word over our capital, and we're believing God that Tennessee will continue to be a biblical place where God's word is edified and God is glorified. And so I just want to thank everyone that was involved in that. What a great time we had. Turn your Bible to Matthew chapter 13, and we'll get started in verse 1 and go down to verse 23. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on the rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was so shallow. But when the sun came out, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on the good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, 
or 30 times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear, Jesus said. The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, Because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. And so Jesus went on, and the disciples were confused about this parable, and they they asked Jesus, what does this all mean? And so this is the important part of this message, and I want you to get it. It starts in verse 18. Jesus said to them, listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message, the word of God about the kingdom, and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away that which was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. Okay, so that's the first one. In verse 20, it says, The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. That's the second type of person. Here's the next person in verse 22. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. And then here's the last person, and that's the one we want to become. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Well, amen and amen. This is such a perfect moment for you to hear this lesson because it's all about the word of God and sowing that word in your heart and in your mind. And whoever has the word will be given more. I want you to understand that before I tell you about these four people. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And this is such an easy understanding, but people misunderstand this. As you gain the word in your heart and in your mind, and you put God's word as the understanding, and then you put those things into practice, his word into practice in your life, you will have success. And the more you do it, the more you put those seeds of God's word into your heart, you'll get a greater harvest in your life. So the first person I want to talk about in this great lesson today is anyone who hears the word and doesn't understand because they really don't consider the word, it isn't important to them. See, when anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. And this is what happens to a person who hears the word and doesn't understand it because it's not important to them. And if that person would turn to the word and turn to Christ, then God would bring them this great life of harvest. But the normal path of life, that person says, I'm smarter than God. I don't need God. Where most people walk in this world is this path in which the world thinks it's correct, but it leads only to death and destruction. And that's what the devil wants to do. The second person, the person, this person may be excited, but they have no root in them. They have no commitment to Christ or his word. They fall away. And when you look at that scripture, the seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. They're excited, but since they have no root, 
they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. When you don't put your whole trust in Christ and you just get a little bit of the word and you get excited, you go to church and these people, they get excited. They have joy in their heart for that one service because the Holy Spirit is there and they feel the joy. But then they go back to their own lifestyle and their own ways and they don't want to fall under the authority of Christ again. And so what they've heard is very shallow, few words of the Bible. And when trouble or persecution comes, they say, I'm out of here. Then they really turn away from God. But then the next person that we're talking about here, the seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. So this person They're trying. They've got one foot in the world and one foot in faith, and they're working hard, and they're trying to make a lot of money, and they're they're listening to the world too much. They're not listening to God like they should. And so what happens eventually, if they don't turn completely to God, it chokes the word, making it unfruitful, the Bible says. So there's three different people one that didn't even care about the Word and doesn't even think about it and doesn't even want God, the second person who just heard the Word and they receive it with joy, but they don't practice it and they don't really stay in the Word. They don't go back to church much. They don't get involved much, and and they're so shallow in their belief that when persecution comes, they run away. And then the third person who has this rocky and thorn ground, and what it is 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 the, the ground is not fertile enough to sustain what God has given them. The seed falling among those thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. So these people are stuck in their world of things and not in the world of faith. But the last person we want to talk about, and that's what we need to be doing, me and you, but the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. What kind of crop am I talking about? Let me just tell you this. A life in Christ is a life where you can accept God's peace and you won't be fighting the battle anymore. So you can become a whole person. He has forgiven you and he's entered you into his kingdom and he loves you and he wants his best for you. But as you trust him with the consequences of your life by reading the word, putting that word in your heart, it will transform your life. Romans 12 says, by the renewing of your mind. And so it changes our mind. It changes our heart on things. And so it brings a great harvest because if you know that you're going to heaven for sure, you've got peace in your heart. Because no matter what happens, you're going to be in paradise with Jesus Christ forever and ever and ever and ever. And that's what the Word does for people. It sets them free. The Bible says you'll know the truth, Jesus said, and the truth will set you free. So that's the first thing about being a Christian and having this great harvest in your life. You become whole through the Word of God and through His Holy Spirit. When I rededicated my life, my whole life completely changed in 1983, and that's why I'm here now with you, is that the seed of the Word of God changed my life. It transformed my mind and my heart, and that's what God wants us to do. 
God's plan is for you and I to live by his word. In Matthew 4, 4, Jesus said, It is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And then Matthew 7, 24, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains came, and the winds came, and the storms came, and... It came against this house, but it did not fall because it was built on the solid rock of God's word, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. And so that's what I'm trying to tell you. Build your house on the solid rock of Jesus Christ, your life. And then, you know, when you're walking through life, and that's what we're doing, Psalm 33, 4 says, For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. We're all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. But listen to me. God's word will change a person's heart and mind. It'll make them whole. And it will be a wonderful harvest for your family, for your friends, strangers you meet. And it will permeate the soul so that person will want to know Jesus Christ. I hope you see that God's Word is the answer to your life as a Christian. You should be reading it every day and trusting it over man's Word, over a friend's Word, over everybody in your life. You should trust God's Word and ask God to reveal through His Holy Scriptures what He wants you to do in everyday living because He will bring you to success. What a lesson this has been. I love you in the Lord. Well, Let me pray for you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for my brother or sister in Christ. I thank you, Lord, that they are searching out, that they are seeking to hear your word. I'm thankful that you have given us this wonderful message of your truth, that your word trumps everything, that your word is holy, that your word is perfect. There are no mistakes in the Bible. It is all truth, and it will set a person free, and it will bring them a huge harvest if they will just dedicate their life to your word. Father, open up our minds and our hearts to continue to serve you, to continue to read the word, and to continue to get this great harvest in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to encouragingmoments.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.